Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. I didn't know that Outback uh, Bowl news was recent. That was just like in the last hour or so, Yeah, right? Brett, Brett McMurphy with, uh, with the report. I yeah. thought maybe I had missed it, but uh, yeah. um, I guess that, that, that's that's some of the news. I was looking at the Outback Bowls and recent. You know, Nebraska's never made the Outback Bowl. Really? Yeah, it's kind it of surprising. Was, it was always the Gator Bowl or the Capital One Bowl. For yeah, me. yeah. The TaxSlayer.com Gator Bowl. Because it's played in Tampa, so I kind of just figured they'd been there. But I didn't, I mean, I guess I didn't think of a specific game. Yeah, no, I mean, because like, if you think back, they played, the, they played South Carolina in the Capital One Bowl. They played Georgia in the Gator Bowl. So twice. I, <laughs> twice, exactly. So, yeah, that's when was the last time you ate at Outback Steakhouse? Oh, that's a good question. I like those Bloomin' Onions. I went probably two months ago. Really, I did surprisingly like, just like, out of the blue. So, uh, my, what, what about before then? Is this a, oh, is there years, a gap before then? Yeah, years yeah, yeah. and years. But it was my was outback. My room, my exactly. My roommate was like, <laughs> "We're gonna go somewhere. I want a steak for dinner. What's what's around here?" And I was like, "Outback Steakhouse." <laughs> and he's like, "All right, let's go." So we had a blooming onion. We had a steak. I had like a chicken breast thing. I didn't even go. I didn't even get steak. Yeah, but it was yeah. It was steak's fine. a little more expensive. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> Outback. Yeah, it's not bad. I guess I just <laughs> it's been a while. The more I think about it, is uh, is is more. It's just the bowl game now, so that's gonna hurt. I think Outback Steakhouses, their their sales are gonna go down because they don't sponsor a bowl game anymore. Ah, of course, uh, but that's uh, how I knew them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I I just I'm kind of sad to see this. Actually. I knew I knew yeah. you would be sad. I uh, let's I'm gonna go through some MVPs. See if this uh, any of these guys ring a bell. You know Heath Schuler. Uh, he's a no. The the uh, in 1993, he's an old time uh, quarterback. All right. Well, maybe we'll, we'll move ahead. Mike Bobo. Is that the same guy as the coach? Yeah. When he played at Georgia, My he was God. the MVP in the 1998 Outback Bowl. Courtney Brown, who was the first first pick overall, not much of an NFL player. Okay. Uh, also, Drew Brees, an Outback yep. Bowl MVP. Chris Perry was a very cool running back for Michigan. Uh, David Pollock, of course. The, oh, yeah. Now the Georgia ESPN linebacker. Anchor. Yeah. How about Eric Ainge? Did you know Eric Ainge existed? He was from Tennessee? Yeah. Yeah. Danny right. Ainge's son. That's right. Yep. Very cool. Uh, Sean, Sean and Green yep. uh, with Iowa. That's uh, that's one of them. Brandon Boykin of Georgia. I think oh, wow. Brandon Boykin. Cool. That's a that's a lot. That's an old name. How about Ace Sanders of South Carolina? I don't remember him. him. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember him? Was that the, was that the year... South Carolina, it probably was that was that 2013 when they played Michigan. Yeah, that's that was the Jadavian Clowney. Oh hit. yeah, there were some really good Outback pulls to be yeah, honest with you. There was um, Jeremy Hill, yep from LSU, <laughs> Melvin Gordon, um, Jalen Hurd of Tennessee. I kind of forgot about him. Uh, kind of interesting. Jalen Hurd is interesting because he was he was a high level recruit. Yeah. Um, until then, he transferred from Tennessee, went to Baylor. Or maybe he he was at Baylor, transferred to Tennessee. There was yeah, one of these. Like that. It, they they switched. He switched schools because there was a time when he was in the portal. I was like, man, Nebraska would do really well. Hurd. Would do really well with Jalen Hurd. So I think he went from Tennessee to Baylor, but I, I could be wrong on that. It might be the other way around. Yeah, Nebraska. Who was that running back that Nebraska had that they like beat Tennessee or he transferred to Tennessee? Maybe from Tennessee. I can't even remember. Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, so Greg, just thinking, Greg Bell chose Nebraska over Tennessee. Yeah. Adrian Martinez was committed Adrian to Tennessee. Adrian Martinez was committed to Tennessee. 
as well. Um, Gosh, I can't remember that kid's name. It's like a little like scat back. I thought. How that, how like, how long ago are we talking? It would have been in that area, like 2016. We're probably not going to find it. But if you can remember any connection, I may I might be just way off altogether. Um, Tyler Johnson, Minnesota. Whoa, Outback MVP. Um, did Did you know Jackson Hanna transferred to Tennessee? <laughs> I did hear that. That's right. I think he's walking on though. Okay, maybe it just I I just looked up Nebraska transfer to Tennessee, <laughs> yeah. and the first thing that pops up is Jackson Hanna transfers to Tennessee from Nebraska. Wow, <laughs> I did not know he landed on his. Not not saying that he didn't land on his feet. When it, oh, Miles Jones, Miles Jones, Miles Jones was, was, was that was more that was that was twenty twenty. Yeah, but he was a guy that Nebraska was stole basically. Um, Brandon or not Braylon. Uh, he was choosing between Vanderbilt, South Carolina, and Nebraska, if I remember. Um, oh, maybe was it Braylon Hurd? No, because he went to Kentucky. Um, it might. I, I can barely remember the memory, so I, I. It's it's probably not there. I probably just made it up. I didn't or, know Braylon Hurd went to Kentucky. Yeah. Wow. Derek Walker's from Tennessee. Transferred to Tennessee. They're on That's the basketball true. side. Yeah. There's a, there's a little bit of a connection there. Uh, Nebraska and Tennessee are in a very sa- similar place. Yeah, as historically, people, as, as much like as people want to want to not believe so, they they are in a very similar place. They're, I mean, they're who was their quarterback a couple years ago? It was like Garantiano or something like that. Yeah. Um, and he was a high level recruit, then just got was just a bust in, in college. And and at that time, I mean, that was when Adrian Martinez was still with Nebraska, and it was like, man, these high level recruits come in and and just choke and they're supposed and they're supposed they're like taking advantage of the nil era Big allegedly time. as well like nebraska is so i yeah. mean it, it, they're one of those teams that i think they're just on the outskirts if you ask most you know college football traditionalists or, or fans who's a blue blood i think tennessee would be like probably the next team picked if you didn't pick one but they've been in the same category as nebraska since the late 90s yeah. when they won that title in 98 nebraska yeah. won in 97 haven't really had much success since then, you know, fiddled around in the top 25 here and there. But You're absolutely right. So I, I looked up Tennessee football NIL, and literally tell me that you could replace Tennessee with Nebraska and it would make sense. NIL money can make Tennessee football elite again. There you go. That you you could put right. NIL money can make Nebraska football elite again, and, and that's the exact conversations that we were having couple months like about a year ago because it's about to be a year on July 1st that NIL was, was officially – in or like up and running, and we were having these conversations right now, a year to this day of saying, yeah, if Nebraska is able to be on the forefront of NIL, and and I remember like Audie Kanalik and and uh, Blake Lawrence of Open Doors were traveling around to Clemson and Nebraska, yes, and, and they were trying to make sure that programs were ready for this big NIL movement rush. And then it was July 1st, and everybody had, like, you were here in a couple days before. It was like, Runza, if you download the app, you could get an NIL NIL deal. GoPuff was big on it as well. It it was a, I mean, there were, like, deals in place before it actually took into effect. And then they posted all of them on social media, like, on July 1st. It was was unbelievable. It was kind of crazy. I think, too, when 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 you think about bringing recruits in, obviously this is a little off path from the NIL, is, you know what I would show them? I would show them open doors. I would show them huddle. Oh, I would time. show them the Rococo theater where the Remington trophy is awarded every year. Yep. I mean, that's th- a really cool college football city. It if is. you really think about it, I don't know how many other cities would, would have, well, you know, that sort of, well, and so here's the thing is like, with, when you talk about open doors and huddles, so like, obviously those companies have expanded. And I drove with, the ticket by the way, too. Yeah, yeah go ahead. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Come on down. Yeah. No, but when you, when you look at open doors and huddle, 
so actually that's something that they pitched on my college visit. Not gonna lie. Oh, did they? So because being in the sports media department and yeah. program, those things are right up your alley. You, you can you can break off into into open doors, or you can break off into to video and and doing video editing and recruitment videos for Huddle things like that. So they pitch it. So it's a big thing on. That's how I learned about open doors four years ago. Was yeah. on my college visit before it was even a national brand. And so with open doors, I mean, it's such a big thing. You're absolutely right, Bach, to where you could pitch Blake Lawrence and Adi Kanalik, two former Huskers that have started this and now are on the forefront for Nebraska. And then you go down to Huddle, and that's expanded worldwide, but the headquarters are downtown in the Haymarket. And it looks pretty sweet. And the, it, building, and the building is sweet. So it's like, it's a big, it, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, you, you should pitch yeah. all that stuff. I think just because we, you know, you, I guess you just hear about it or you see it and kind of get used to it or whatever, uh, don't realize how cool that would be to a yeah. college football recruit. Be like, all right, here's your kind of high school huddle uh, tapes and all that stuff. You're well familiar with it. And then Open Doors is kind of your, you know, your next step. Uh, exactly. At the University of Nebraska. So you got you got the hookups. It's very cool. Uh, by the way, uh, the, the Tennessee thing that I was talking about, um, they've got a five-star quarterback come in. I think it's coming up in the next year. Oh, wow. Uh, Nico Iamalivia, and I'm sure I'm saying the name wrong, yeah. but in any case, there has been rumors, and I don't like to do the speculation rumors thing, but let's just say multi-million dollar rumors around really? in Tennessee. So um, that's why I, I think specifically of them as one of the teams I love in NIL. And when we talk about all the changes in college football, that's – the, that that portion of NIL, and I know you don't like pay for play and all that stuff, but that's and I know <laughs> let's you don't. start it, Bach. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> I just want to say it's amazing that Tennessee and Nebraska and Miami and yep. USC and Texas, like if all those brands um, are able to rise because of NIL or not, I don't really care. But yeah. if they're able to rise together and you know compete with the SEC and the dominance that we've seen in the South, even though some of those teams are Southern too. Um, you know, I just love the big brands being big, and Nebraska is obviously right. one of them. And and so that's what I, I just hope. I hope that that uh, as we go through these guardrails and different things to probably limit NIL or, or what you can do there in the future. Um, I hope that that they don't get that far off the path of, of kind of limiting some of these teams. Uh, speaking of that, I've got some more uh, NIL car updates. Uh, if you want to see, oh yeah, yeah, there's some there's some good ones out is, there. Is Bijan, I don't know if you've seen Bijan Robinson drives a Lambo. Yeah, he's got a Lambo. Okay. Uh, C.J. Stroud has signed an NIL deal now. Um, he was thinking about getting a hundred fifty thousand dollar Bentley, um, but instead he's got a two hundred thousand dollars Mercedes G wagon, and oh uh, it like it was reported that the car was a game day decision, and he can swap out vehicles every forty five days. So C.J. Stroud's living the life. Right oh now. my goodness, that's a sweet <laughs> car too. I mean, yeah. it kind of looks like a toaster a little bit, but yeah, it looks kind of strange. A G wagon, I think. I would. Take I'm not it. a big. Oh, of course, I would take it, and then I would sell it, and then I'd buy a house. But uh, <laughs> oh, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge car guy, but I'm, I'm certainly interested. I and I understand like the the uh, the big names like Quinn Ewers. Um, I think Xavier Worthy just tweeted out he was in Quinn Ewers yep. Aston Martin, uh, which had burnt you know, orange leather interior as well. Um, so the big time car deals uh, oh, are are starting. I don't know if Nebraska and Lincoln do we have like that much of a luxury brand. I mean, if you were driving one of those cars around Lincoln, we would know who you are. I'm, I'm sure to, it's the same thing in Columbus, I suppose. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure. I'm trying to find Quinn Ewers, Aston Martin, because I saw Xavier Worthy tweet something about it. Oh, yeah, right here. Yeah. Jeez, it's here. I'll try to I'll try to pull it up here and show it to the <laughs> – this is unbelievable. 
Yeah, they're I mean, really nice cars. I mean, think about that. The Texas Longhorns, they got an Aston Martin, and then they got a Lambo with Bijan Robinson. Yeah. And they still might only win eight games. Uh, yeah, no, and it's crazy. Quinn Ewers hasn't taken a snap, and he's just no. he's one of the more well-known names in college football because of how he's been able to finesse the NIL deal, the NIL world oh, so un- far. Unbelievable. I mean, that's why he left high school early. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I think I told you this, Bach, but we were talking to – uh, somebody from Ohio State the week of Nebraska Ohio State last year, and they were Ohio State was pissed that he left early, but they had to take him. Like they, oh, they didn't want him. To they come didn't want him to come to Columbus and because, because he wasn't going to play. We were we were asking him like the guy that we talked to. I can't remember his name. I apologize, but I was like, we haven't heard about Quinn Ewers. Like, why why have we not heard about Quinn Ewers when he's the number one overall recruit in the country and he left high school because he had this million dollar NIL deal waiting for him. And he goes, so believe it or not, they, they're not even practicing him. Like, they're they're not in, in the game day prep. They Quinn Ewers even. was not part of it hmm. because they did not want him on campus. They were not happy that he came to campus early. And that was a big reason why, at the end of the day, he did not stay at, at, at Ohio State is because they were like, listen, you're going to have to come in and wait a year anyway. But now you come in a year early and you got to wait two years now. And Quinn Ewers didn't like that idea because he would have had to wait another year after C.J. Stroud and then beat out like a guy like Kyle McCord or somebody like that. Oh, yeah, that. And it was next. Exactly. And so, I mean, it worked out with Ohio State because they got, you know. Sorry. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Does that uh, one still burn or are we over that one now? I, th- I think we're over it. I think I am too. I, w- I mean, I was very I was never. I was it, never bummed. Like, I... His understanding. He kind of how could you not? He rose above the uh, the think, old connection yeah. tie type of deal. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, to get any any sort of scholarship he wanted. What, what's interesting though is that they uh, got a commit or they offered somebody in 2023's class, like the number one recruit, and they had him on campus last week. Oh, I saw Ohio State. Ohio did. State did, yeah. and it was like one of these things where it was um, there was those rumors of of maybe Riola. Riola early enrolling and moving up and reclassifying and going in 2023 because at the time they had not targeted anybody in because they were talking about class. not taking a guy in exactly that class. exactly for, for dylan, Riola, dylan yeah. riola but now they took a guy in the class in 2023 and he's like a five-star quarterback surprise and now it's like now dylan riola is just next in line in 2024 interesting yeah so maybe a decommit <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to start anything but Hit those Twitter, yeah. Twitter. Fe- I'm everybody don't follow him on Twitter D- again. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> take back your unfollow and now follow him again. Yeah, because I mean, I, I, <laughs> I think the funny part about that is like we all feel like, ah, oh, those darn Buckeyes. But at the same time, you're like, who knows if Nebraska was second or ninth? You know, you don't know if, if Nebraska it, was. It, it was like the, it was like the thing with Micah Parsons a couple years ago um, where there was a lot of smoke when Mike Riley was the staff, and then Micah Parsons was like nowhere connected to Nebraska after Mike Riley was going to get fired. Right. And you were like, but Micah Parsons released his top five, and Nebraska's part of oh, it. Oh, that's right. He was. And I was like, I, I remember like trying to trying to like read all these articles, because that was obviously before I got a job or anything like that. And I was like, man, I need to figure out if Micah Parsons <laughs> is still interested in Nebraska, because according to his video, there's a chance, because yeah. Nebraska's in his top five, and no. Not yeah, that was one of those situations, as I remember it, that like it was very well known that he was down to like Penn State and somebody else. Um, but then he released the top well, five for some reason. Never forget, it was Penn State and Ohio State, and then he got in trouble. Ohio State got in trouble, or he got in trouble with Ohio State on college game day because they brought him to the college game day <laughs> set, and they like involved him in the college oh, so game day. Oh, that was day. a high school problem. Yes, exactly. Recruiting yeah, recruiting huh. violations. So he wasn't going to be able to go to Ohio State. So he had to go to Penn State, 
and it, obviously it worked out well for him. That's awesome. So, but it would have been sweet if he came to Nebraska. Yeah, it would have. I loved Michael I don't know how Parsons. many more games they would have won, or maybe it would have kept Mike Riley around. <laughs> maybe know. it would have kept <laughs> Michael Parsons from being drafted. <laughs> that might have been the, the end result. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break. When we come back, let, let's get to that uh, Adrian Martinez discussion that we teased a little bit, because I know you guys love to talk about Adrian. <laughs> we'll do that next year on Take a Water. 